think definitely those two pieces, being able to work in a group and communicate well, and then being able to translate what I've researched, what I've learned and what I've built into paper where others who aren't engineers can also understand. Welcome to the Indian Prairie Podcast. We are your hosts, Brian Jovany, Director of Innovation. And Candy Michelli, Director of Professional Learning. In today's episode, we are super excited to welcome Tony Techmeyer from Nico Valley High School, a technology and engineering teacher, as well as one of his outstanding students, Tylan Fleming, to share a little bit about his experiences. Can we start off by, Tylan, can you introduce yourself to our audience? Hello, my name is Tylan Fleming. I am currently a senior at Nico Valley High School. A couple things about me, I'm really big into shoes. <laughs> That's what I do a lot on the side is I resell sneakers and then some other things is I also plan secondary colleges to either be attending University of Kentucky or uh, Purdue University for um, computer engineering. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining today. And offline, we might be asking you some shoot questions and some fashion ideas. So uh, thanks for sharing <laughs> your passions and interests. And uh, Tony, can you share a little bit about your experience and your role at uh, NEQA? Yeah. Hi, everyone. My name is Tony Techmeyer. I'm an engineering teacher here at Nequa Valley, and I have a background in engineering. I spent roughly 20 years in several different industries, including aerospace, automotive, um, as well as uh, some technology and manufacturing. This is my eighth year at Nequa Valley. And uh, I, I can't remember who said it, if it was Confucius who said, uh, if you find a job, that you like, you'll never work a day in your life. And I've basically been playing for the last eight years. So absolutely love it here. And kids like Tylen really, uh, really helped me play. So. Well, we're so excited to have both of you here and hoping to learn more about you in our conversation. We're going to start with you, Tony. Can you start by sharing a little bit about the PLTW engineering design and development course? Sure. So uh, for those of you that aren't familiar, PLTW Project Lead the Way Engineering Design and Development, or EDD, it's our capstone course here at Nequa Valley and throughout all the Valley High Schools. And it is uh, one of several engineering courses we offer. You can take, you can start as a freshman and take what's called Introduction to Engineering Design, and then you progress uh, as a senior, and you have to be a senior to take Engineering Design and Development. It really brings together everything that students have learned throughout their uh, course here at, uh, whether it's Nequa Valley or any of the other Valley High Schools. You have to have had a couple of other uh, engineering courses, and what's really cool about this course is kids get to choose a problem to solve. So it's not really about building a project. It's not about putting a motor on a skateboard and making something really cool. Uh, although that does happen, it's really about solving a problem that matters to them, uh, as well as going through the engineering design process, getting meaningful feedback from professionals along the way. In fact, we had uh, our second round of professionals and engineers in last week, and our kids gave some presentations to them and got some feedback. Um, and we go through the real engineering process and the kids design, build, and test a solution to, to that problem. Uh, it's always great to see that uh, that work that's happening on social media and just seeing it in your classes and also talking to the, the students as they're going through this process. Uh, Talon, can you talk a little bit about your specific problem that you're solving, the process that you've gone through and kind of where you are in that work right now? 
it all started out in the more like at the beginning of the school year, so around like August, September uh, timeframe. So our problem was really around water pollution at first. So that was like our main like kind of big area is like, let's start off with water pollution. How is that something? How can we help solve that issue? And to where me and my team came down to, so it's a team of three uh, students in total, me and two others, we came to decide on building a new water filtration system. So how it all started is that we found that problem of water, water pollution and we really did some research around it, why like basically justifying the problem. And from there is when we were like, okay, from justifying the problem, how would this be something, how would we know that this is what consumers would buy? What, what would we need to know what to do? That kind of thing. So from there, we created like specifications. So if we're going to build a water filter, what specifications needs to be involved to make sure it meets up to basically an industry standard. And then from there, we actually designed our water filter using uh, like AutoCAD or like an inventor software. Now, really in the process, we just got finished up with um, STEM, STEM principles and basically how is like our design viable. So uh, research in the market and also some uh, laws and regulations behind it, as well as making sure everything, like, how do you know it will work with some tested principles behind that. And that's what, uh, what uh, Mr. Tegmeyer just said uh, was included with our presentation last week. And so now just starting today is where we're getting our materials in and we're actually gonna start building our water filter. And well, like I'll highlight is the main component, like standout component in there is a UVC light. It's been used to clean air and it is starting like in the last recent couple of years to clean water as well. And that is our main feature we'll be incorporating in our water filter and it will clean out like bacteria and other um, small uh, like micro, I forget the word, <laughs> uh, but at 99.9% .9 efficiency and we'll be doing it at a low cost as well. So uh, that's just a little bit of background like on our water filter and then the, where we are in the process right now. It seems like a lot of work and planning and coordination with uh, a small group of, of students. So that's that's really cool. Um, I, I understand a little bit that there's also everything that Tyler was talking about. There's a showcase at the end as well. So can you explain a little bit about what the students do during that showcase and how does our community support those students? Yeah, great question. So the showcase is really the part of the student's final exam. Uh, we have a local competition, I'll call it here, among NEQA students where we bring in engineers um, and they, they present their project. The showcase is another competition we have regionally with schools throughout the Chicago area and even a couple from Wisconsin this year. Project Lead the Way definitely has supported us growing it. It's something we started here a few years ago before the pandemic. We get sponsors that donate time and treasure, and we create scholarships for a lot of the winners. And there are a lot of different categories. I won't necessarily uh, go into those, but we're now that we're coming out of COVID, we're really looking to expand and get back to where we were. Uh, we had this virtually last year. Um, and launched everything on YouTube, which I think worked pretty well, but there's really no substitute for being in person. This year, it's going to be uh, April 26th 
from 1 to 7 p.m. at North Central College. We would love for people to come out and see us. Um, also, for uh, NEQA families, they're invited on Friday, April 22nd to school to see Tylen, his teammates, and all the other teams compete for that top spot. So once you get the top spot, you will be in a competition with 14 other schools around the area in more of a shark tank environment. So it's a little less of a technical presentation. It's more of a, a, a hybrid uh, business and technical presentation, like like the uh, TV show Shark Tank. It's a lot of fun. Parents come out, the community comes out. We've had the press there in the past, uh, both uh, print and television. And so really the, the community supports us just by coming out and seeing what the kids are doing. They are judges, they uh, give to the scholarship funds. And it's a really good chance for them to tell the kids what a real engineer does in the future um, and show them that as well. So again, that's at North Central on uh, April 26th from one to seven. Uh, it is a great experience and great showcase of all the student learning that happens because you will see groups solving all kinds of different problems from using water filtration to things in academics. It's amazing all the different ideas that they come with. So Talon, I'm sure you're prepping for that, kind of working through that process now, but I know you're not a little more than halfway through the year. You're kind of starting to close up the year. Mm -hmm. uh, what learning experiences are you taking from this course, EDD, that may apply to your post-secondary plans? You had mentioned looking at engineering and stuff like that. So what are some things that you're pulling out of it that'll help you in the future? I think really the biggest thing is working with other teammate, teammates, like being engineers alike. I think that's huge because I, like from here on out, that's what I'll be doing. It's not just like a solo thing that like I experience in other classes. Like you have to work as a team and you have to cooperate, which I think is a big piece that I'll take because I mean, there's good things to it, to doing that. And then there's also can be some not good things. I've definitely been on both sides of that. <laughs> so I, I think that's probably the biggest thing. And then another, I think, really big learning experience I would take is more on the writing and detailed side of things. I wouldn't say not only just writing, but being able to like from my research that I've done and from the design that I'm building right now, how can I translate that into words on like a uh, basically like a, a sheet of paper where the average consumer, if I'm building a product like a water filter, can understand and there's no like questions or confusion or anything like that. So I think that's another really big piece that I definitely know would be in college that I like have to use. So I, I think I think definitely those two pieces, being able to work in a group and communicate well, and then being able to translate what I've researched, what I've learned, and what I've built into paper where others who aren't engineers can also understand it. Before I ask Tony another question, Tylen, I was just curious from you, what is some feedback that you've received through this process that you found helpful or that you are looking to apply as well moving forward? So like, the main feedback we've gotten like through our um, presentation, so we just recently, recently did one last week and then we did one back in November. It hasn't been much about the design, but I think more there's been some more feedback in terms of market because uh, recently we did like a uh, almost like a combined class with marketing and marketing reviewed our one of the portions from our reports, like specifically about how we would market our product. It's 
potential profits and, and all the areas related to that. And that's where we got a big amount of feedback there, like our target customers. So for example, we want to make ours affordable, but also target like homeowners. So like one of the ones, okay, how can you target like, if, like what's your like projected like cost if you want to make it affordable to like, let's say people who need water in third world countries, for example, and how do you make it like accessible enough, like for enough like homeowners to use it versus them using like a standardized, like, like Culligan, um, like water, like filter, for example. So that was one of the most recent feedbacks we got. I think like way back in November, I remember one of the main feedbacks was around like limiting our like resources and costs to make it less expensive. I think that was one of the big things throughout is try like, don't limit yourself, just make it like as big now. Once you understand like how it works, basically is when you can try and figure out ways, okay, how can I cut costs here? Kind of how can I do this to make it more affordable kind of thing? So I think those are definitely like the like some of the bigger feedback that I've received so far. Great. Thanks for sharing that. I was just interested because some of that feedback too is going to be helping you as you're going into another project in the future. So I think that's yeah. that's awesome that you you heard some of those pieces and you're applying it. Um, Tony, you're involved in a couple other different clubs at NEQA. Can you give us a little bit of overview of some of that work that you have with students in those clubs? The clubs? Sure. I have three clubs. One is Girls in STEM Club. Um, and again, being you know here eight years, one of the things I noticed and continue to notice is that the underrepresentation of women in STEM and technology. And I think a lot, of, I've, I've done a lot of research on that and there's you know a lot of different reasons, but a lot of those reasons start early in life, even in elementary school. And so I started the club here, Girls in STEM, just to let girls know that what the opportunities are. And it is for girls, it's run by girls. I have a great leadership team. We meet every couple of weeks. They get to choose the topics. So we talk about a different STEM topic each uh, meeting. Uh, we look at career information. We do a hands-on activity, which they like, and we have some competitions. So girls in STEM is one of the things that I, uh, I have. Next door as we speak, I have Rocket Club, which is a competitive club. So you have to design, uh, build, and test a rocket to meet time specifications and an altitude specification. And it has, to, it has to land softly without breaking an egg. So they are diligently getting their rockets ready for launching um, here in the next couple of days. And then my final one is the drone club, which I just started this year. Um, it's amazing what opportunities there are with drones. Uh, they are everywhere. Um, in every industry. Uh, I could talk for hours about it. And it's something that I wanted to start to work into an aerospace engineering course that I have. But actually, I thought the best way to do it was to start a club. Um, I am on a, a group with several people from Texas, including a professor from SMU. And we are starting, we're having this year a national competition. So if you're familiar with VEX robotics competition, um, and how they have meets and they have state and nationals. Uh, it's kind of pattern after that. Um, so that's been very interesting, a lot of hard work. And we hope to turn that into a, uh, a class someday, whether that's at NEQA or somewhere else or here in 204, but have a curriculum. And really the, 
the point behind the group that I'm part of, which is called Arise, which is aerial robotics and STEM education, is to let teachers know everywhere, elementary, middle school, and high school, how to work with drones. So that's been very rewarding and very challenging as well. So it all kind of ties together with STEM and what we're doing here in engineering. Thanks for sharing. Uh, it's amazing, the awesome experience across uh, Nico Valley for students. So to kind of close up today, Tylen, what's next in your journey? You mentioned some things that you're interested in. You're a senior, the final semester. There's a lot of fun things that are coming up for seniors, but what are you most excited about? What's kind of on your mind besides this engineering design and development showcase? We know that's top of mind, but what else is kind of on your radar? Yeah, so like closing, closing months in Nico, it's going to be sad. So I'm definitely going to be spending time uh, with more friends and family because whatever I choose, University of Kentucky, Purdue University, I know I'll be moving somewhere in Indiana or Kentucky in the coming months. So spending time with uh, those friends and family, but also preparing for that as well, because I'm excited for new experience and definitely in a, a different area. I know those two locations, either one is going to be different than here in Naperville, Illinois. I'm just ready for that. Like, not like, like super eager to go like, yeah, I want to go right now, but also like, yeah, I'm ready to go. But let me like enjoy the moment while like I'm living it right now. Like, so that's what I'm experiencing lately. So see how that goes. <laughs> You definitely have a lot of weeks here to, to figure some of those things out. So it's awesome that you're thinking about spending time with family and friends before you take off to bigger adventures. We appreciate both of you being here today. I've certainly learned a lot. I wish that I had the opportunity to be exposed to some of those engineering concepts early on. Um, that girls in STEM club sounds great. It would be a great opportunity. So I'm glad that we have all these different experiences for all our students. So thanks again. Thanks for having us. We would like to thank both Thailand and Tony for their time today. It was wonderful hearing about all the opportunities our students have in and outside the school day related to the STEM and engineering fields. We wish Thailand well as he pursues his higher education after he graduates from Nikoi Valley High School. We would like to thank members of our curriculum and instruction team for their leadership on this topic and extend a special thank you to members of our communications department, Lisa Berry and Clayton Urbanic for making the podcast happen. If you have any further questions, please email your questions to curriculum at ipsd.org. We thank you for your time today and hope you enjoyed being part of the conversation.